Hello, everyone. It's a beautiful day, and the end of all things is near. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting all day to do that. (laughs) Welcome to the Second Course Podcast, a production of Coppell Bible Fellowship. Every week, we discuss our sermon series to expand on what God is teaching us. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Greetings, everyone. It's a beautiful day outside, and we are here again one more time with the Second Course Podcast, a podcast of Coppell Bible Fellowship. My name is Nathan. I'm one of the pastors, and I am joined today by Barkef and Michael, uh, some of our other pastors on staff, and we are here to just hang out with you and uh, expand a little bit on the service. But first, Michael, Barkef, how are you guys? Oh, yeah, I mean, great. like you said, the weather's great, so I feel great. Yeah, I, we walk, should... I walk here, so I, like, I live close That's enough that right. I just walk, we're, so it's fun. We're having June and March. Yeah, I feel like we should be doing this outside. That would probably make Brent really happy. All the extra noise. Just move planes all this. Flying planes over flying over. He would love editing. You know what? Out. He's a professional. He can fix that. Yes, he can. He's paid to fix it. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> the big bucks. Of course, he told us right before this that he put his headphones on because he's got work to do. That's right. We are in his office. We also don't know. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And, you know, you've been listening long enough. You know how much fun we are. So, um, (laughs) but just to catch everybody up, let's get you guys caught up. We are continuing in First Peter, and uh, hopefully uh, you got to join us this weekend. And I have to say something right now. It has been exciting the last couple of weeks. We have seen so we've met so many people Man, who are coming to Coppell Bible right Very now. Fun. And and here's what I'm gonna say. If you're listening right now, I'm gonna challenge you to look around the worship center on Sunday. And if you see someone and you're like, I have no idea who that is, you you need to walk up to them and just introduce yourself and ask them where they're from. It's just been exciting, Absolutely. and I have to say that. It has been, been a blast. I'm meeting so many new people, and, and it's just our church is definitely in this this really cool place right now. So that's my commercial. Well, yeah. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to throw that in. Well, I'll tagline on it because I know that we have a very hospitable church, but I look at Nathan and uh, but you know, during a service, and I'm like, "How are we going to talk to all these people? I know. There's yeah, so many new people." It's like Michael and I can't, can't do this, and we try. And before we know it, we'll we'll start walking to the same person. It's like, "Is it you? You got yeah. this one? Do I have yeah. that one?" And so, but we see you other people walking by. You and I did that by. a couple yeah. of yeah. times. On yeah. Sunday well, and I have did. to tell you, I am I am a small dose personality, so that's. About <laughs> 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 so, uh, so sometimes I've got so much to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's sometimes it's a little much, but it's good to have some balance and more people. But but uh, we are, again, like I said, we're in First Peter, um, and I just want to say it's been, again, great sermon, great series. We've just really enjoyed it. But Barkef, you were up yesterday, so let's uh, let's walk through where we were. Oh, absolutely. So uh, we started the service off with this idea that Peter gives to us, and that he says this, the end of all things is near. Dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about what could he possibly mean by that, and the fact that it's been 2,000 years since uh, the apostles, disciples, followers of Jesus Christ have been expecting his return. We call that theologically the eminent return of Christ, not the immediate return <laughs> of Christ. Eminent meaning it is ready to happen at any moment. Immediate would mean it is going to happen at any moment, two different things. But the idea that we should live with an expectation that Christ mm. could come, because on the prophetic scale, the next thing to take place, the nearest next activity is 
the second coming of Christ. And with that in view, how should we then live? That's why I use that little word, therefore, and I'm sure everyone's heard this many times. When mm-hmm. you see a therefore, ask your question, what's it there for? And he basically gives us the idea of here, here are three things. How should we then live in light of the reality mm-hmm. that we truly understand that Christ could come at any moment? And he tells us three things that we can do to pray discerningly, to love fervently, and to serve one another supernaturally. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of dug into those three ideas and really had a good time with it. It was... Uh... An excellent and very practical yeah. sermon. I feel like this whole First Peter Sojourners and Strangers mm-hmm. series has been very practical. But man, to open it up that way, the end of all things is near, and to talk about the prophetic timeline, for me, that was something that really does needed to be set the foundation for mm-hmm. thinking, you know, the way that you're communicating we should think now in light of this. And it's just crazy because you, I grew up in the church. Yeah, I've thought about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, why would they? I see it all the time. Oh, Jesus come back, the end is near, and it's like, well, y'all were saying that two thousand years ago, <laughs> exactly. and he stays another two thousand years from now. But to have that perspective, hey, in the grand scheme of prophetic timeline, this is the next thing to happen. That was the best thing I've ever heard on this, and yeah. so I'm like, wow. And to think that way, it's helped kind of create that filter for me. So I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, it was. Uh, you remind me when you were saying that. You know, growing up. I had heard uh, the reference to the imminent coming and, mm-hmm. you know, why has it happened now, right, 2,000 right. years? And I can remember one person saying this, you know, somebody asked them, you know, why hasn't Jesus come back yet? And he said, well, because he was waiting for me. <laughs> and I think excellent. that's a cool Absolutely. perspective of, you know, the Lord is uh, keeping this time being open and being mm-hmm. patient so that more would come to place their faith in him. And yeah. what a really neat perspective for us of saying, okay, we got all these people, um, we've got more time, like we talked about last week right. about time. Right. Well, how here's all this time that we still have, even mm-hmm. though we may not know. There's an urgency to get out there and be clearly speaking the gospel mm-hmm. to people. So. Absolutely. Well, then even the the challenge of the rest of that verse. Mm-hmm. How does he finish it up? What the end of all things is near. So what you may go. Uh, preach on the corner. Mm-hmm. You want me to go? How do I do this? <laughs> right. And yeah. then you find out. Oh, the first thing to do is to pray. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're going, whoa, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and, not, yeah. and not just pray, but pray with the mindset that the end of all things is near. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, we, we uh, I'm sure most of us, those of us who have long since called on the name of Christ, we pray, if nothing else, daily over our food, but yes. hopefully more than that. But the thought of praying, no, no, when I pray, let me think with the mindset mm-hmm. that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. So he starts with, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, and immediately goes to the end time. Mm. Thy kingdom come, mm. thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So immediately says, set your mindset when you pray with the idea that the kingdom could come at any moment. Mm. Now that would change how yeah. you pray, wouldn't mm. it? It would, it would change. And of course, I'm challenging myself first and foremost that, hey, mm-hmm. when I pray, do I keep that in mind? Is yeah. that the first thing that comes to my mind? Okay, when I'm praying for my children, am I praying for th- mm. that they would be successful mm-hmm. or healthy or happy, or am I praying, Lord, are they walking with you? Yeah. Do they even yeah. know you? Because none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like, when's the last time you actually prayed just for the kingdom to come? Yeah, Exactly. You know, and you're just going, <laughs> yeah. man, I really pray for myself and my family, and that's good and should happen, but when's the last time I just thought, man, Lord, you need to come back 
yeah. and help me to get those under my purview, my family, et cetera, ready for it yeah. and to right. be thinking this way too. Well, it's I thought it yesterday when my kids said they wanted to live with us when they're adults, and I was like, come, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Today, please. Yeah. Well, if, <laughs> if you can, please. <laughs> the second point about love fervently, uh, that was something that really resonated with me because I'm, I'm like I've mentioned before, I'm in this uh, seminary class this, this semester, and I have to do a sermon on Proverbs, and my proverb is about the generosity of blessing others. Mm. But the definition of generosity, and I think it's the definition across every language, but I was looking it up in English, is going beyond what's expected. Right. And right. when you talk about loving someone fervently, mm. it's easy. I think it's a lot of times it's easy to love, but to love beyond what that person would mm-hmm. expect right. or anticipate or what is the baseline, you know, what people think love is. And, right. you know, that was one that I, I, I sit there and I go, okay, that's, that's one that I, I, I have to challenge myself on because I think, in a way, I've loved enough. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where it's like, okay, I've loved this person enough, but that's not what you know. Fervently is intensity mm-hmm. and uh, duration mm-hmm. and you know time. And if we're looking to the future, um, we can't just all of a sudden cut that off, especially if it's someone who is still somewhat resistant to right. the message. Right. Uh, fervently is I'm gonna walk all the way with mm-hmm. you until it's the end. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it could easily be translated strenuously. It's an athletic term, mm-hmm. and it's the idea of an athlete working really hard at the moment, trying to win the match. Or as we talked about yesterday, the idea it's been used to describe a horse in full yeah. gallop, really extending his, himself mm-hmm. for the gallop. And we don't normally, we think, well, if you love somebody, it's easy. Yeah. Well, then when you really stop, you go, no, it's mm-hmm. not. And when to really love someone, it, it engages all of you because we're all fallen. Yeah. And we have to look past each other's uh, picadillos, as they say, mm-hmm. our sins and, and offenses that, you know, you live with somebody long enough or around somebody long enough, somebody's getting offended. That's just yeah, the way it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And then to be willing to look past that and cover that, he actually says love covers a multitude mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. sins or transgressions. And I think that's really the hardest because as we are under the heat of a disheveled culture and society, all of us are pressed and pressured, not just outside the church, but within mm-hmm. the church. And it's easy to get on each other's nerves and then to hold grudges and in fact, he tells us uh, Peter doesn't, but of course uh, Jesus does. And in the end times, uh, men's love will grow cold, yeah. and that includes within yeah. the church. And so Peter said, "Hey, with with the end in mind, and knowing that J- Jesus already told us it's going to get harder and harder as we get closer to His return, we really need to work at saying, I, I really want to love you beyond mm-hmm. all of the difficulties.'" Yeah. Mm. We can make ourselves very unlovable. Oh yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm real good at that. Yeah. <laughs> but I it's but I gift. look at that, you know, if we're all pursuing that, it it does make it easy. You know, and and I've done premarital counseling and mm. you know, there's always this okay, unconditional love, mm-hmm. but I always challenge both spouses, but make it easy on right. them. Yeah, do what you can. Do what mm-hmm. you can. Mm-hmm to serve mutually so you make it easy for that person to love you fervently right, and it's right. and it's not a struggle and mm-hmm, i think that's right. a good challenge for each of us because we are called to do this obviously um and it is hard because even ourselves think back to the times that you know why did when did i 
when did I push someone to have to love right. make strenuously? It, make, it, <laughs> make it hard. Yeah. When make did I make hard. it hard on them? Yeah, recently. I can remember. No, just kidding. <laughs> just, just kidding. Well, if you, you want to have a for instance. You know what? <laughs> I thought it was a good Should lunch we? today. That's right. <laughs> it was. Oh, that was yeah. a rhetorical question. That was a rhetorical oh, oh. You didn't wink at that one. I didn't know. <laughs> No, but I think you know when you think about doing this strenuously. There's times where you don't have to, to yeah, right? Yeah, and that's right. great. But those times, I think it, the the third point of your sermon uh, that was really about the supernatural. Mm. It's like that's the only way to really love fervently mm-hmm. too. Absolutely. Right. End of myself. I I have a length to my love, and after that, yeah, it's almost impossible. I'd say you know, and you have to mm-hmm. kind of have this thing of of just thinking through, man. How how can I go another step, another mile, mm, if need be. Absolutely. And it's only through the Lord. And and then the perspective of this sermon of we'll have yeah. the end in mind, and that will help as well. Definitely very much applicable. But I think that the next thing with the serve supernaturally, well, there's that's a one way to love fervently, mm-hmm. is to just serve mm-hmm. in this gift the Lord's given you in a way that goes beyond the walls people have built up. Uh, the ways that they make it hard to love, et cetera, yeah. and you're serving them in a joyful way because you get to use the gift that the Lord's given you. Mm-hmm. And so the way Peter describes these really three pieces of this um, and the way that we're, we don't have 29 verses this week, we had to yeah, walk through, praise, praise God, because that's always that's Lord, always tough, yes. but it was just a perfect um, mm-hmm. kind of three-piece sermon, mm-hmm. I think, that's so applicable to the people. And so anyway, I think the serve supernaturally piece is kind of the 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 one that, covers all of this. Yeah, this is the only way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I thought it was cool that Barkef, we, we challenged people to find out what their gifts were. I really appreciated that you told them to email Michael. Yeah, absolutely. When, well, we, when we have a sign-up on the website. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to say I warned Michael. <laughs> I told warned him last week. This I is said, what's coming. <laughs> he said, when, when, he, when you said that, I was like, oh, this is going to be a good Monday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in. And I, if you have questions about your spiritual gift yeah. and, and want the assessment, um, I can send that to you. It's on our website, but it's kind of hard to find. And then we also have Discovery coming up at the end of, of April. It's a two-week thing. We, yeah. we technically take a, do it for a week, take a week off, finish out the next mm-hmm. um, you know, the next Sunday. So anyway, we would love to get you signed up for that, and we'll have yeah. those online as well. Well, I really like that you hit this, Barkef, is probably the top way to find out what your gift is, is just go do something. Just go serve. Go you know, serve. And each one of these points, they are a very active thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and you're, you're not going to grow in those because they don't come automatically. Right. You know, they are supernaturally gifted. But it is us working that and working mm-hmm. that out in our lives mm-hmm. that, you know what, you're going to have to get up off the couch and go do right. it. Right. Um, and be okay if someone says, hey, this ain't for you, yeah. right. but I know what is. Yeah. Right. I know right. I know a direction right. you should probably head. And that's such a cool thing when you can get past that to say, mm-hmm. okay, the Lord is narrowing this down mm-hmm. and confirming this, mm-hmm. that this is where, and then you're like, okay, I'm in the wheelhouse God made mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And it's a really neat place. And the first time somebody walks up to you and says, I think you would be good at this. Right. It's so encouraging. It's encouraging because you're like, somebody's noticed. Somebody's been watching. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe the Lord directed them to say, hey, go check this person out. But it's such an encouragement and and really about us as a body Mm -hmm. watching out for each other. Yeah, ask the average believer, you know, are you experiencing the abundant life? Mm. You know, Jesus said, I came that I might have life and might have it abundantly. And I, I would say the average Christian say, well, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> which tells me that they haven't had the opportunity to mm. experience God use them supernaturally through their supernatural yeah. gift that they received the moment they trusted Christ, to see God use them to encourage, build up, mm. serve someone else, 
and see how effective it is because they're actually operating the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I, I tell you what, you talk about get your adrenaline flowing, that'll get your adrenaline oh, flowing. Yeah. You get very excited and like, when can I do that again? Especially when it's something, I feel like when it's something that outside of that context, you're like, I can't do that. I'm right, terrified right, of that. Right, and then right. all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I just did that. Right. That wasn't me at all. And I was yeah. able to, uh, you know, there have been times where I'm not necessarily the first person to jump to to think, hey, I need to go right. take care of that. Right. But the times that all of a sudden I can remember a neighbor having an issue with the mailbox in her neighborhood and getting all these notices, and that's normally something that wouldn't be my thing. But all of a sudden I'm jumping on it and calling people in our church going, we got to fix this now. Right. And I remember Kim going, that was strange because that's not normally you. And I was like, I don't know. All of a sudden, something came over me. I was Very like, excited. We got to help this I'm lady. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. Absolutely. I mean, it's such a simple little thing, but there was just this, okay, I don't know if that was really me doing anything. Right. right. But it was. It, and it's God using yeah. you know, your hands, your feet, uh, your personality, mm-hmm. and, and infusing it with supernatural ability in the yeah. process. It's and awesome. The, I mean, just the feeling of it. There's, I, I don't know of anything else that can give you that. Mm-hmm. And there's just something about it, and I think it really is that John 10, 10, life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is it not that Christ came not to be served, You're right? To serve, he came Sarah. to serve. And so if we're to follow in his footsteps, well, wouldn't it make sense that the the abundant life here and now is one that's built on serving? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that even more make more sense if then when you're serving supernaturally through the gift he's given you, yeah. that you're connecting with him in a way that you couldn't otherwise mm-hmm. or through the Spirit? And so there's just something about that. Even Jesus, the woman at the well, he said, okay, let's go give Jesus some food. And he goes, I, I don't need your food. Exactly. I, I'm getting my food right now. And they're thinking, yeah. how'd you get your food, man? No, you, we went to town and came back, and you've been out here the whole time. I it's have like, food, it's the, you know yeah, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the will of the Father, mm-hmm. and, and just using his gift and what he's came mm-hmm. to do. And so there's something there that is just so fueling for your life. And spiritually speaking, I would say that if you can find a way to serve using your gift— um, and do so often, man, you spiritually will be a different person. Yes, yeah. and Because we want you to experience that. It's not that, okay, we need, I mean, obviously churches, we need people to be plugged into their gifts, mm-hmm. but it's not that, okay, we just need a body. It's okay. We really want you to experience this, mm-hmm. like that exactly. moment, that, exactly. that, that light bulb, because mm-hmm. it is really cool and it is the very best that he wants for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a question we used to challenge, uh, you know, students. It was like, do you really believe that what God's plan for your life is the best way he exactly. wants you to live? For your, for for your, your well-being. Yeah, good. Absolutely. <laughs> is it the very best? And that's the question you have to ask yourself is, um, yeah. I mean, the answer is yes, mm-hmm. but... That means you got to stay focused, and you've got well, to stay take focused, action. And then your illustration at the end there of your your friend's land um, yeah. was just so perfect because it's so true. For those that didn't know, you need to listen to the sermon. But um, a friend of Barkev's got inherited some land, and it was blessed with it. And so all of a sudden, a guy who used to hunt on the land said, hey, I think there's some stuff over here you need to dig in and find. And so he starts digging into his land and finding some gravel there. Started out with the red gravel, which is needed in country towns, like where this guy's from. Absolutely. Turned into white gravel. The more he dug and the better, the deeper mm-hmm. he dug, the, the greater the gift. And of course, he's, he's as you said, giving that out for free. And, yeah. But just to think, man, what a perfect analogy for us spiritually, that, mm-hmm. that if you take this spiritual assessment... You may think you have, or it may show up the gift of, of teaching, 
Oh, you may not be the greatest teacher yet, but the more you dig into it, the yeah. more you use that gift, the more you make yourself available for the Holy Spirit to to work through you, the more you just serve in that gift supernaturally, the better it becomes. And then it also is a gift to other people. And, Absolutely. and that's where I think you start realizing the blessing you can be to people when you get to walk out the gift that God gave you. Yeah. And that, I think, is that abundant life. And, Absolutely. But, it's, but once again... You have to stick with it, keep digging, keep refining, keep using. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the reasons why you need to find what that gift is and then be plugged in a place where you can use it. So that's what you got to do this week. That's what we're telling you to do. <laughs> Email me if you need to know. Email that. Michael, man. We want <laughs> you to find out. Any last thoughts you guys have in regard? Anything we didn't hit? I would just want to add one little point, and that is that second point we would talk about love fervently. And he talked about you know helping to cover one another's many uh, sins or offenses so that we are really loving each other and being forgiving toward each other. But then he steps into this idea of being be hospitable to one mm-hmm. another without complaint. And the idea of hospitable, literally the word means lover of strangers. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit about the fact that even in the church body, we have different uh, groups that we feel particularly close to. Yeah. Like I talked about, I have a life group, and boy, we're all close and praying for each other and involved in each other's lives. And we're part of a little dinner party, and that's the same thing. We meet once a month, and we're real, real involved with each other's lives. We talked about that, you know, many of us, hopefully if you're not, if you're listening, I hope you come and find out how to do this, but get into a cord of three strands mm-hmm. where you have others regularly praying for you and acknowledging it and you doing the same. But... But there's a tendency, because we get to know each other familiarly, that within those smaller groups, we end up almost, we could become a clique, Mm -hmm. and then not even look outside of those groups. But God, has his idea is that we would reach out to everyone. So when it says the stranger love the stranger, we're going somebody brand new. And, And even as we talked at the beginning of this podcast today about how we're seeing so many new folks mm-hmm. of all ages, marital status, et cetera, coming in, different scenarios that they're coming in, that we who call CBF our home right now need to keep our eyes open yeah. and not just cluster together mm-hmm. on a Sunday or a Wednesday mm-hmm. or any day of the week for that matter and look out for the new people that God's mm-hmm. drawing in so mm-hmm. that they can feel the same love and encouragement. So that would be the one thing I'd yeah. want to add. And that's to. a real... <clears throat> easy way to kind of get your feet into what our mission is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All, I mean, literally, until we find, you, you know, figure out what that place to get plugged in, this is something everybody can do. I can literally look around and go say hi to somebody and then ask them who they are, where they're from. Right, Love right, to have right. you here. Hey, come Absolutely. back next week and we'll you can sit with us. Or right. take them to lunch. Take them to lunch. <laughs> we give you permission. We give you permission. <laughs> you have permission to go at the end of this lunch. podcast. You we will put Barkef's credit card number will be placed. <laughs> I say we do Brent's. We yeah. do Brent's. <laughs> we do Brent's. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> he can't defend himself. He's not. No, he's right. got headphones on. He has no idea. That number is. <laughs> he's shaking his head right now. So <laughs> thank you, Brent. <laughs> his budget line when you turn in your receipts is. <laughs> but we do. We we love that, and we know that our church is very hospitable. But but like we said, there are so yeah. many new people coming, man, and and we want to welcome them to the family, and yeah, so absolutely. we want to love them well and uh, be hospitable. And that yeah, that's that going beyond what's expected because mm-hmm. everybody has an expectation when they walk in the doors of what church will be. Right. We want to go and blow that out of the water, absolutely, and say, absolutely. hey, we we're going beyond that absolutely. expectation. And let so. them see how, we're having fun. We are having fun. Let them come have fun with us. <laughs> Just listen this to thing. this, man. We're having a blast. <laughs> we're we having a lot of fun. Time. This is legitimately every day in this place. 
we do get stuff done, but do we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> we have lots of. We stuff have lots do. of fun doing. <laughs> I hope we do. Yeah, we do. Oh, but uh, well, hey, uh, again, that was just a great reminder of mm-hmm. what we're called to be, as we are, uh, you know, strangers and travelers and aliens in this world. So, um, again, hope you guys join us next week. Please come, uh, come join us for service. Look for us. Find somebody new. Uh, invite them to lunch. We're, we're serious about that. Invite them to lunch. Get to know them. Talk to them. Um, and then, you know, spread the uh, spread the love around and help Amen. them meet other people. Amen. And, and we want to meet them, too. Help us. That, that's Absolutely. a way to help yeah, us absolutely. get to know them. So. I got a PSA. Um, the there's a time change <laughs> coming this weekend. Saturday night. I guess Sunday morning. Yep. Midnight. So don't it's forget to spring forward. forward. So those that show up late for the nine, we'll see you right on time at ten forty-five. Get the extra chairs out. (laughs) Well, I think we've pretty much said everything that we can say. So until next time, hey, we'd love to see you on Sunday. Take care. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us for the Second Course Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the discussion. If you'd like more information about Coppell Bible Fellowship, you can check us out at coppellbible.org or email us at info at coppellbible.org. However, the best way to get to know our church is to join us on Sunday at 9 or 1045 a.m. We would love to see you.